on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. All right, we got a message. Good morning, it's Joey and Lauren on Instagram that I wanted to read. Someone wanted us to bring this up. I can't remember if we brought this up before, but I'm going to read it. And Lauren, you are the judge here, if you agree or not. I think this is valid. So we got a message yesterday that says, you guys need to do a segment where you talk about why men always feel the need to back up into parking stalls. I see so many men do this. It's super (laughs) annoying. Takes longer, and you cannot get to your trunk to put in the groceries. Also, not to mention, because of them backing in, I have to wait if I'm in a different car trying to drive out of the parking lot for them to go forward, then back up, then forward again, then back up. My husband does this as well. 1,000%. No truer words have been spoken. I don't know why this is, and maybe you can give me your insight as a man, because it's normally men that are backing into stalls all the time. It does feel like a thing that dudes do, especially with trucks. Yes. Yeah, it seems like a truck thing. I was at a fantasy football draft party like last week or something. And there were 11 of us, and it was at my buddy's work, his office. After hours, parking lot's empty. Nine trucks backed up into parking spots of all my friends. I pull in in my car, frontward facing. <laughs> I walk in and say, did I miss the memo? First, I have to have a lifted truck. Second, I have to back it up into a spot. <laughs> I'm sorry I don't fit into the club. So you don't do this? You don't, you don't back into parking spots? I do think with bigger cars, it's, it's more of an important thing for whatever reason. And when I pull up in my Mazda 3, it doesn't have the same effect. So, no, I do not. I'm trying I don't. to figure out why it is a thing. So, you could text us because, truly, I'm trying to figure out the whole, like, science behind it, 68719. But that is so true. Every time I go anywhere, the store, the mall, well, I rarely go to the mall. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, any place that has, like, a large parking lot, I have to sit there and I wait and I wait. So some guy in front of me can get his little three-point turn into yeah. the backing into the parking spot. Is it? I mean, I think there's a couple things. First, it is more convenient when you're leaving the parking lot because you can literally hop in your seat, put it in drive, and go. That depends. It depends on the parking lot. If they have um, parking stalls that are angled, it's not. You're not supposed to back into those because now all of a sudden when you leave, you're going the wrong way. Well, can't you lead, can't you go left or right? You can, out of the- but that's when you have to do like three points. Yeah, because you're it. not going to be able to get it in one turn, especially yeah. if you have a big truck. I also always think of the trunk situation. If you have a trunk and you back up, how do you get your groceries in your trunk? Because you're going to be right up against that other car. Makes no sense. But people still do it. I do agree that it it takes forever, and waiting for someone is very frustrating. I always thought it was um, for looks. Like, this was like a sexiness factor. Like, the, the car looks better when it's backed up. I do think a car looks better backed up into a spot because you see the grill. But is that the only reason why? Is that the only reason why guys and, and gals, like, women do this too. But is this the only reason why guys back up into parking spots I is because they want to show off? Or is there a more deeper meaning? Like, oh, it's actually easier if you do blah, 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 you know? I think it's I look better doing it because when you walk by my car, instead of seeing the caboose, you're seeing the big old, you know, your the logo, whether it's Dodge, whether it's Chevy, whether it's Ford, you're seeing that logo <laughs> and you're walking by. And again, I just experienced this last week in my fantasy party. I mean, everyone was backing up and there was Did no reason ask? to. I, I I literally made a joke and they all just went, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's like they have a truck alliance. They didn't want to let they want to <laughs> let car guy in. 
They didn't want to let me know their secrets. But it is easier in some situations, I will say, easier to leave when you yeah. back up. The I have done it a few times, and the only reason I've done it is because it's easier to leave. But we have, uh, gosh, there's somebody I know that they do it in their home garage all the time. So they open their garage to their house, and then they drive past it a little in. bit, mm-hmm. and then that's, they back in. That's uh, that's actually easy when you do have a trunk full of groceries, because then you just have your trunk yep. open right there, and you walk straight into your house. And then it is easier to leave. You're not necessarily as worried about trying to look for kids who may be you know, yep. crossing the sidewalk because you can see yeah. straight out forward. Now, the one thing I will do in parking lots constantly, if I go to a grocery store and I pull into a spot and the spot in front of it is open, I will just pull through. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. I will do that constantly so I don't have to back up. But then people think you backed up. Then people think I backed up. But truly, I'm not a backup guy. I'm a pull-through guy. Right, that's the kind of guy I am. Not my <laughs> truck, but I'm a pull through. I not get a anxiety when I pull through, like somebody's all of a sudden gonna whip through yeah. and like pull in and yep. hit me. Yep, exactly. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. I think we may have found Britney Spears' biggest super fan. I know that's tough to say and tough to pinpoint because I think Britney Spears, out of pretty much any pop star, probably has the most. Crazy loyal fans. Yeah, oh, especially, especially now. now. Yeah, people right? now are going nuts. There's a guy from uh, Pennsylvania who claims he is the super fan because he has the biggest array of memorabilia I think I've ever seen. And he has recounted kind of the price of everything that he has spent over the years. Over $137,000. You could have invested that. If you invest, this is a little financial advice. And by the way, full disclaimer, don't take my financial advice. But if you invested that, and most investments double every seven years, can you imagine? But no, you got to make sure you have the Britney Spears concert poster. Here's what's funny this guy, his uh, job, he's a recycling technician, but he's hoarding a bunch of memorabilia and stuff. Talk about recycle. Come on now. He says, I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years. Um, His stuff includes merch, tour programs, albums, autographs, photos, and tons and tons of other things that is now worth over $137,000. Did you ever collect stuff like that? No, I I had posters. Oh, my goodness. Posters um, and, like, cutouts from magazines kind of all over my wall. But never merch. I, I, I never could afford it. I used to keep ticket stubs. But I never kept ticket stubs to, like, really cool events. I always kept them for any random sporting event I went to, and I hung them with pride. And I realized at the time, like, wait, a random Idaho Vandal football game against Southeast Alabama doesn't really (laughs) deserve to be on my wall. But there it was on my wall. I used to keep movie ticket stubs. Yes, I I did too. Like, why do I need this little stub from Cheaper by the Dozen? I don't (laughs) get it. Guess who saw signs? Yeah, I did. Matinee, baby. I did. And I'd have like a whole little like bucket of them, like a little little cup of them. And then I would keep it. I'd look back at them with pride. And I'm like, why is this important? Is it because if someone said, have you seen this movie? You're like, have I? Let me show you the date and the time that I saw that movie. (laughs) Uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya, they are officially official. They've been kind of uh, showing some PDA online. And he posted about, um, because normally they're private, right? But now they're kind of open with their relationship. Posted on Instagram for her birthday. And he says, my MJ, have the happiest of birthdays. Give me a call when you're up. Playing and all that comments, Spider-Man stuff. Yep. She comments, calling now with a Peter heart emoji. Parker. Peter. <laughs> On-screen couples never last, right? Don't they never? I mean, even Brad and Angelina, eventually it fizzled out because they're done. 
Well, for Mr. That's Mrs. A Smith, whole, whole issue because wasn't he with Jennifer yeah. Aniston when he was filming Mr. Mrs. Smith, and then he left her for I would Angelina be the person Jolie. if I was a movie star, I would absolutely fall in love with the person I would be on screen with. It would just happen. <laughs> I just, I'm always shocked how they can just kiss and make out, and it never turns into anything. There has to be feelings. I would think so. I would think so. Nah, this is exciting. If you love Seinfeld, it's now going to be available to stream on Netflix in its entirety, October first, all 180 episodes. When Hulu took it down, I was very angry. I was starting to yell at Hulu. Dancing with the Stars. Uh, More stars uh, being dropped, being released. Olivia Jade, who is Lori Loughlin's daughter. So gaining fame from that whole uh, scandal. Isn't that great? Your parents lie and cheat (laughs) to get you into college, and now you end up on Dancing with the Stars. Maybe your uh, money, if you win, you can bail them out. Yeah. You know? Uh, Matt James, also former Bachelor, he will be joining Dancing with the Stars as well. Who won last year? Uh, Caitlin Bristow. Oh, from The Bachelorette. Yep, she was a former Bachelorette. So she won Dancing with the Stars. Somebody from ABC won an ABC contest. Can you believe that? Wow. <laughs> Billie Eilish under fire for some plagiarism accusations. So there is an artist called Diamond White who has a song uh, called Firefighter. Okay. And she claims that Billie Eilish stole the likeness of her song for her song Ocean Eyes. Okay, so here's a little clip of that. So this is Billie Eilish. Love this song, by the way. Okay. Okay. All right. And then this is the other song that came out first. I mean, you're done. Yeah, yeah. Get the money, girl. Whoever that is, go get your money from Billie Eilish. They're a little too similar, right? Yes. Too similar, I don't know sure. how this is going to go in court, but I would imagine Billie Eilish is going to have to have some form of payout. Yeah, she'll give him some money. And I don't know if it's an active like plagiarism. What can happen is maybe Billie Eilish heard that song years ago, and then as she's making her new song, she's like, oh, this sounds good. Probably not even realizing she's heard that tune before. Yeah, exactly. And those are some of your trending stories. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's time to make up or break up. It's Joey and Lauren. It's make up or break up. Jonathan wanted to get on the show today. He says, this doesn't happen to guys like me. I normally don't get totally ghosted to where I'm not getting a text back or a call back. Never right? say never. Anything <laughs> can happen. What, I mean, I'm not trying to be insensitive to, to you, Jonathan. Yourself. But. So let's bring Jonathan on to talk about his uh, first date with uh, Tanya. Hello, Jonathan. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing wonderful. So that's what you said in this message, that... This is not typically a situation you've been in before. No, I don't get ghosted. This is new territory for me. <laughs> do you usually do the ghosting? I hope not. No, no, no. I just, you know, there's always either I break it off or the, you know, she breaks it off. Never happened like this before. Okay. Hmm. okay. I was going to laugh if you were like, yeah, no, I'm normally the one that never takes him back, but don't do it to me. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts my feelings. So right. uh, tell us about Tanya, how you guys met, what you guys do? Uh, well, we met on Hinge and um, went back and forth for a little bit and, uh, you know, went from, like, texting to calling and then we were like, hey, why don't we finally, like, meet up in person, go on a date. And um, so we went to this brewery and, um, I don't know, had a good time, you know, had a lot of snack. It was, like, more of, like, an informal date. I don't know if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Sure. Where we, like, you know, had, you know, split some appetizers and, and just, you know, drank a couple and okay. um, so it overall was a very good night. Thought we really uh, connected, and um, yeah, nothing afterwards. No calls, no texts, not responding to anything I uh, put out there. 
kind of weird. Okay. Casual dates are nice, though. I mean, you don't have to put on slacks and get all buttoned up. But did yeah. you guys get to know each other well enough? I mean, sometimes in those casual settings, it almost feels like you don't have the long conversations you kind of need to have to or get to know somebody. Or too much, like, commotion around or something like that, right? No, it was pretty chill. I mean, you know, we, we, talk, we got to know each other a bit. Um, you know, it wasn't, like, overly the most romantic thing, but I thought it was a good first okay. date. Is there any thought, and I always wonder this, too, when we have people on the show, is there any thought that maybe has crossed your mind that maybe it just she just wasn't into it, she didn't think you were her type? Oh, sure. I mean, that's totally possible, but, like, let me know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. You don't want to be totally, you know, ghosted, and then you're left wondering what the heck happened. Yeah, especially when this right. is... Right, yeah. kind of ended like we might see each other again, okay. or probably would, I should say. So, so you were definitely expecting a uh, a second date out of this. All right, uh, how many texts or calls have you done or messages on Hinge? Uh, you, you know... Uh, I'd say approaching 10, which okay, might right. be a lot. but Well, it, yeah. That okay. is a lot. But for Jonathan, never happened to him before. So probably some frustration has settled in. We're like, all right, that's cute. She hasn't responded. It's been yeah, a couple days. I'm just going to throw it out there, Jonathan. That's a little bit too much persistence. I, I would be worried that maybe now she's like blocking you because you won't stop. Well, spread out over a week, maybe eight days. Okay. That's okay. almost once a day. I would appreciate it. Once a day reminder of why we haven't gone out again. Got it. Okay. Let me give Jonathan well, the benefit of the doubt. Clearly, she hasn't forgotten to text you back. Like, oh, I forgot because well, that's what's nice. after the multiple texts, she's definitely yeah. getting them. When we have people on the show that only reach out twice, I'm like, well, maybe they didn't see it. But when you reach out 10 <laughs> times, like, I yeah. don't know how you can ignore that. All right. So uh, we'll play a song, Jonathan. We'll come back and we'll call Tanya with you with us. All right. All right. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's make up or break up. Lauren was giving Jonathan a hard time there in part one, man. I didn't mean to. He's reached out 10 times. I'm realizing now that that came off a little rude. But I have to admit, if somebody was texting you the better part of 10 plus times, don't you think that's a little much or no? It's it's caring. I mean, yeah. it's 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 really caring. But but I get it because Jonathan's like, okay, I've never been ghosted before. People haven't ever just left me out to dry like this. I liked yeah. her, but at this point, he's like, I just want to know what the heck. Like, why won't she text me? And now he brought up very casual. Like he said, it was a very casual date at a brewery, splitting some appetizers. And I think that has pros and cons. Sometimes I think that's way better than sitting down at dinner. Someone's playing the violin by you. There's candlelight. The whole thing. So I think that that could be to a disadvantage, but. But clearly, she is not getting back to him on purpose if there's been about 10 times right. in about a week. Uh-huh, exactly. So, let's call Tanya and get her side. Hello? Hello, is this uh, Tanya? Uh, yeah, who's this? Tanya, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. Uh, sorry, who, who are you? Our names are Joey and Lauren in the morning. And uh, we host a morning radio show. Uh, I, I have no idea. Okay. Well, we're calling you on behalf of a listener of our show. His name is Jonathan. And we do a segment on our show called Makeup or Breakup where we try to figure out what happened with people's dates. And apparently you went out on a first date with this guy and you're not reaching back out to him for a second date. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that... That's the guy that made me put him in a chokehold. Okay. That's... <laughs> oh those are, okay. 
You can't I'm just sorry. jump in that. What, um, what's going on? Please clarify. Um, <laughs> well, he's he's like really into karate, I guess. Um, we were at this okay. brewery and he was he was really passionate about it and he was telling me all about it and he started showing me all of these like moves like karate chops and kicks like like standing up in the middle of the brewery in front of all these like people were staring okay wait, wait, wait. so karate chops this, in the brewery he's showing you his moves uh, i mean did he yeah. how did, how did i can't imagine happen? he goes hi my name's jonathan hiya like i imagine that there's some <laughs> time in between there how did this develop well, you know, like we're talking about just like interests and hobbies and he says he's doing, you know, he, he loves karate and then he just like, you know, hops up and starts like kicking and chopping and punching and all this stuff. And then he's like, put me in a chokehold. I can get out in like a second. Put me in a chokehold. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. I got to say, that's that's kind of top shelf so wait, recommendations. You there. did this then. You followed through and you did this. I didn't really feel like I had an option. Like, he was not going to let it go. He, like, really wanted to show me how how he was going to get out of this thing. So, like, in front of all these people in this brewery, like, I, I put him in a chokehold because I didn't know what else to do. If someone can tell you, Tanya, I can get out of a chokehold, you kind of want to see it to believe it. I mean, did you show interest and that's why he kept going? I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like I, when he brought up karate, I was like, oh, like... Like, that's cool. Like, I feel like I was in, you know, the way that you want to, on a date, be like, oh, that's awesome. Like, show interest in somebody else's interest. Yeah. But I didn't expect him to go on for 15 minutes, <laughs> right. like, in show. the middle of a public place. <laughs> so, let me ask you this. If it wasn't in a public place, maybe you guys are somewhere in private. Would this be as weird for you? Or is it weird no matter what? You know, now that you put it, put it like that, maybe it would be even weirder if we were like in one of our, you know, homes. Like maybe that yeah, would be like even worse in the living room. I don't know. I mean, you punching a pillow, something like that. Um, wow, Tanya, Jonathan is actually with us, and that's the part of the segment oh of make up or break up. I, I know it's okay. It's okay. We want to get to the bottom of it, Jonathan. Uh, I don't want to mess with you too much, and I think getting out of a chokehold is an amazing skill. But why show off like that? Uh- well, you know, first of all, we were talking a lot about it. Um, second of all, hi, Tanya. Um, and hi. third of all, uh, she wanted to see a move. So one thing oh. led to another, and I don't know. I kind of so, got the vibe she was into it or excited about it. And so okay. maybe I got a little carried away it and snowballed. went on for too long. But Tanya, you just said you showed interest. You didn't say, hey, let me see one of your moves. I guess maybe I said a move. But I did not expect, like, a whole sequence. <laughs> I could see that, though, Joey. You're kind of trying to be nice. Like, you're showing interest. Oh, yeah, let me see what you got. And then it just goes on and on. And then it's a, exactly. hey, put me in a show. I mean, I get how that could be weird. And then everyone's looking at you in the restaurant or the brewery. That could get awkward. Yeah, it was really awkward. And the fact that he thought I was, like, really into it, like, he clearly did not read the vibe at all. Well, I wasn't bothered by anybody around us. I don't think anybody really cared. You know, I, I thought it was just a cool thing you wanted to say, but I guess not. Um, I mean, I'm thinking if... Could have let me know. If, if yeah, that's the thing. Something. You could have said, hey, I, but you're probably, I mean, you don't want to mess with someone that knows karate. <laughs> like, but, but why not text him, especially after so many texts, yeah. hey, I was embarrassed by the karate moves. I don't think we're a good fit. I don't know. Like, I guess... I kind of feel like it's 
ghosting is like kind of a part of culture now. Like it, yeah. you kind of get it. And that's sort of like an indication in itself, especially what he sent me like eight texts. You guys, it was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the ghosting thing is what's wrong with some of the culture. I don't think, I mean, maybe you should just let him know like, Hey, this is what's up. Also, I can see how this would be embarrassing in front of well, other people. Well, I will tell you what's wrong with the culture is not appreciating a good karate move right in the middle of a brewery. <laughs> like, and and I will say, Jonathan, what I'm picturing is you showed a move and Tanya, you said, oh, wow. Yay. And, and then, then so you keep going. Yeah, like yeah. if I was a juggler and I knew how to juggle, <laughs> I would probably juggle in front of you. And you may say, well, that's kind of a weird thing to do. But then if you're saying, oh, you like it, you're trying to impress Tanya. Also, and- was was alcohol a factor too? Like Jonathan and, and Tanya, were you guys a little buzzed? Maybe you kind of got carried away on this. Maybe. I mean, I, I usually don't drink and do karate, but. Uh, <laughs> That's the number one rule of the dojo. Yes, we know what, don't, now why. Don't but, drink and chop. Um, you know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, can we I guys get this. you to go out again? Yeah. I feel like this is something we can bounce back from. No more public karate moves. And I think that we could do this. I, I could chill. I could chill with the yeah. karate. I'm. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm willing to go out oh. again. I I do I am going to say strict no karate rule though. Yeah, no karate, no chokeholds, <laughs> no, yeah. like no that. drinking and chopping. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren on demand. It's time for the good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren. It's time for your good stuff. Make you feel good on your feel good Friday. Uh, shout out to Disney Plus saving lives. You know, enough kids are watching Disney Plus. A a uh, girl, a 14-year-old girl in England is giving Disney Plus's show 911 credit for helping save people trapped in a burning apartment because of the tips she learned from that show. So she noticed that she was on a walk with her dog that there was a, a bar- burning apartment building. So she went out, got a ladder, did all these things to save the people that were trapped in the apartment. And she says, thanks to the show 911 Wait a second. She got a ladder? She got she a ladder, yeah. Help these people? She noticed a strong burning smell, realized some people were trapped in an apartment, and she saved them. And did she, she says, call 911? Uh, she did call 911. Okay. I mean, I'm really glad she helped save them, but I'm like, the first thing you should do is get first responders out there. But that is amazing that she was able to find a ladder and help save those people. Well, Holy it's across cow. the pond, so technically it's 999. But she was watching the show 911. But she is obsessed with the Disney Plus show 911. Now, I don't know if, is that the same 911 that like is on Fox right now or whatever with. Uh, I've never heard of it. Whatever that actor's name is. Yes, we watched that 911 no, Lone I know, Star. I, but I've never heard of a 911 yeah. show on Disney Plus. So I don't know if it's the same thing. So, parents, when you think your kids are watching too much TV, just realize maybe the TV they're watching is going to save someone's life. That's cool. Yeah, wow. it's very cool. Also, Sally Sue is a 11-year-old pit bull that has been waiting to be adopted. Now, she has been waiting a long time, years to be adopted. She's been at the Humane Society. So what did a man do? He decided, you know what? When Humane Societies just post pictures on Facebook, it only goes to their Facebook followers and anybody that shares it. I'm going to get this dog adopted. So he purchased a 30-foot billboard right over the freeway and said, my name is Sue, adopt me. And what do you know? After years, the dog got adopted. That is so sweet. So this guy, he's just a random guy that wants to help get this dog adopted. He's a random pet lover. Why didn't he just adopt the dog? I thought <laughs> of that. Why spend the money on a billboard if you're a pet lover? It's, it's true. I, I thought of that, too, because it says animal advocate Scott Poor's company, Mission Driven Goods, is pet-centric. 
But he decided, you know what, I don't want the dog, but I'll get well, a billboard. Well, I guess it's not always, you know, easy. He may have three dogs already. Yeah. You can't take on another one. But that's yeah. actually really cool. This is going to make you cry because I know this is how you want to go. How do you want to die? I want to die asleep in my bed next to my spouse holding hands. Okay. You heard that. Just drift away into the night, notebook style. And you want, you want holding hands the whole thing. Yes, notebook style. Well, skeletal remains of a couple from 4th century China revealed that they died arm in arm, basically spooning each other. And they've now dusted off and seen these bones and their little skeletons are all linked up. And they were, they were trapped in so something sweet. and that's how they died. But 4th oh. century China... Holy the cow. lovers lay on their side, arms wrapped around each other's waist, and with the woman's cheek nestled in the crook of the man's shoulder. That's how the skeletons look. That's you know, how everyone wants it's it. It's sad. I mean, that that was obviously a long time ago, and their their uh, posterity is no longer here as well. Fourth century China. It's been a minute. But I have a friend on Facebook. Um, her grandparents just passed away and I can't remember I think her grandmother passed away first and then like five days later her grandfather passed away yeah and so they had like a joint funeral I mean it's very sad for the the family obviously you're losing your loved ones but how sweet is that to know that like they they could only spend a few days apart you know what I mean? And now they're they've drifted away together. You know, is that the how next you're gonna life. be? Because I'm I'm gonna die before you for sure. I'm older. I'm way unhealthy. <laughs> like I'm unhealthier than you. I still want to just die in my sleep, just, just alone. Hold me. Oh, I'm not alone. But if you're gone, I'm just alone in my sleep. Just, I, the thing is, though, I mean, the way you sleep, it's gonna be you're gonna be like holding onto a pillow, and we're just gonna bury you with the pillow <laughs> because Lauren just spoons pillows all the time. My, uh, we always used to tease. You know, my grandpa he passed away first, and my grandma is still living. But we always teased if my grandmother passed away first, my grandpa would die of a broken heart right away because he could not live without her. Isn't is that, that how you're gonna be? Nah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm gonna <laughs> we'll buy a to motorcycle see. or something. It's <laughs> Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Time for your Joey life hack. How about this? If you're taking your animal to the vet for an ailment, get video of them coughing, breathing strangely, limping, etc. Animals may not show the ailment at the vet's office, and the video can help the vet diagnose your furry friend. Oh, yeah. Maybe also, too, take a picture of their doo-doo if you need to. (laughs) What? Why does that have anything to... What? Oh, hang on. Hang on. Everybody (laughs) calm down. If your dog seems to be having a stomach problem and maybe something appears in the stool, you may need to take a picture of it. Don't bring it to the the vet, but take a picture so you can show the vet, right? All right. So I got the top 10 things that are annoying (laughs) people on Facebook. I'm not responding to that. Take a picture Go of it. Go ahead, whatever. You imagine, know what I mean. imagine showing somebody a picture of something else on your phone, and they start scrolling, and there's just animal poop. I just, had to take a picture of our son's diaper rash. Yeah, okay, that's, that's another true. image you don't want to have on your phone. But I had to show. Our doctor. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. No, thank you. Uh, these are the 10 things people wish you'd stop doing on Facebook, all right? Number oh, 10. The, this The list just came out. Number 10, the mass meme tag. You find a meme that reminds you of someone, and then you tag like 18 of your friends. Uh, Something that's yeah. funny, and you tag a bunch of people. I don't think that's that terrible. Okay. Significant other love letters. Why don't we do this? Why don't you rank them between like... Five is the worst, and one is like, it doesn't bother me too much. Significant other love letters. So, you know, you post on Facebook. It depends on if they do this all the time, because I'm friends with somebody on Facebook that does this probably every other day. Okay. Uh, If it's every once in a while, it doesn't bother me. I'd give it right in the middle, 2.5. Okay. 
And number eight, the anti-Facebook Facebook. People that complain about Facebook, complain oh about gosh. privacy, the complain five. about all that. Five. That's uh, annoying. Get off Facebook <laughs> if you don't like it. <laughs> when they're like, Facebook will probably take this down. I'm like, eh. I mean, again, I think Facebook is messed up with a lot of the things they do. But I realize that I'm just part of the part of the messed up system, yeah. right? I mean, I signed up for it. But <laughs> yeah, what fa- Facebook does a lot of shady stuff. Wait, pa- Facebook has my information? Yeah. What? Yes, so they the have your information. Anti-Facebook. The five-point photo share. If you take a great picture on vacation or something and you share the same picture on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, your Instagram, your LinkedIn, don't do that. Don't take the same picture and post it everywhere. That doesn't bug me because I will post the same thing on Instagram and Facebook. Like, I'll share it to both. Okay. Who cares? Number six, not technically spoilers, but spoilers nonetheless. Where you go, oh my gosh, the latest episode of Game of Thrones was insane. Um, like give it give it a one. I don't I don't think that bothers me. I yeah. don't think so either. Because I mean, if anything, it intrigues me to now yeah. go watch it. Number five is spoilers, where you do post on Facebook a spoiler, a major yeah. spoiler. Five. I still remember. Now, can I spoil something from Star Wars? Is that okay? Um, I think so. Right, when you, did it come out? Uh, like five years ago. It was the one with uh, yeah. Han Solo. Yeah, I think okay. you're fine. I was spoiled on Han Solo dying because someone on Facebook said Han Solo dies. They put it in a, a random. Big, that's yeah. a big thing to put out there. And they put it in a random comment on like something not related. That broke my heart. Uh, the post breakup crop pick is number four. You break up with someone, you still like your profile picture, but you purposely crop them out <laughs> so people will notice you crop them out. Ah, that's fine. You be petty. I enjoy it. I noticed this the other day with one of my Facebook friends. I don't think they were married, so I'm not going to say they got divorced, but they definitely separated. And I noticed, like, all of her new pictures were all single and, like, just her kids. And then, like, and I noticed, I'm like, oh, that's a message that she's trying to send Mm -hmm. without having to send a message. Number three on the most annoying things that people do on Facebook is the dirty laundry. That's right. The posting about family drama, relationship drama. Yep, I have an aunt uh, that does that a lot, and she posts a lot of shade about another one of my aunts, and we all know what she's talking about, <laughs> but she doesn't so go does out she, there and say it. So she's very uh, vague about it. So she's not like she's owns vague, up to it. She's vague, but very uh, clearly vague, I guess. We all know what she's saying. Number two is the obvious con. The person that is sharing something or a chain mail that clearly is spam, clearly not true, and you're sharing it because you think that it's going to give you good luck. Yep. Uh, share this and you'll have, you know, a happy life for the end of your days or something. Yep. Those and then number one is vague book. Posting something so vague so people ask you what's going on. Oh, today's just been so terrible. I yep. can't believe this happened. And then you comment, what happened? And then they PM go. PM me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say PM me or I'll PM you. Private <laughs> Like, why do you even post about it? Every time. Today sucks. What happened? Well, it's a private matter, so let me message you. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, (laughs) I actually have a couple of my own, if I can add to this list. Yeah, absolutely. How about the ones, I don't know if you see these very often, but it's like the big, long paragraph kind of chain thing where you fill in your own answers, and it goes... You've just been arrested, and who's driving the getaway car? And then you you tag the person who's driving the getaway car. Who stole the money? Yeah, your yeah. other friend. And then the other one I hate is um, when people post pictures of like their injuries or yeah. wounds. Oh yeah, Ugh. that needs to come with a warning for yeah, sure. For sure. Six eight seven one nine. Text us. What are the worst things that people do on Facebook? Let us know. We'll read your answers later on in the show. Time for that awkward moment with 
Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment time. You call us, tell us something awkward in your life. Uh, Connie's with us today, getting awkward at a restaurant because getting awkward privately is one thing. <laughs> getting awkward in public is a whole nother ball Everyone game. Everyone can see you. Yeah, so hello, Connie. Welcome to that awkward moment. So what happened? What happened at this restaurant? Hey, guys. Uh, first of all, I want to say that I'm a huge fan of the show. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys so much. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for you joining us. Oh, awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Well, tell us why you had an uncomfortable situation at a restaurant. All right. So this happened a couple of months ago, and um, I basically went to a restaurant by myself. You know, I was actually having kind of like a stressed out day, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a me day, okay. and I'm just going to, you know, decompress have a glass of wine, whatever. So I decided to go to a really nice restaurant, kind of like treat myself, right? Mm -hmm. So I go there. I was actually pretty hungry. So I had like a full, you know, three-course meal, and I was having a great time, you know, and it was awesome until the check came in. And, <laughs> and I reached out to my purse, you know, and I realized that I had left my wallet at home. Oh, my God. Uh, you're, you're by yourself, so you don't have anyone who could, like, cover the, the bill for you? No. So <laughs> I am, you know, Oops. like, no, I'm trying to figure out, you know, like, hey, you know, like, do you guys take Apple Pay, whatever? Like, can I cash out somebody? Yeah. You know, and they're like, uh, no, like, you, you, you have to pay. And I'm like, but I don't know. Can I place an order <laughs> online and something? Like, I was trying to be creative about it. And they were, like, very, you know, like, this restaurant is actually owned by some older people. So they were, like, very yeah, strict school, about it. it. And they were like, no, ma'am, you cannot leave. Like, your other option is do the dishes in the back. And I was like, <laughs> ah, no. That's a, that's like a myth. I Were swear. they joking? No, he was he was for real. And I was like, uh, no, like we have to figure something out. Like, how about you know, like I go get my my go wallet or whatever, yeah, something, yeah, and, yeah, go get it and come back. And they were like, right. And I was like, listen, I'll leave you my ID if you want, like whatever. And they were like, no, ma'am, you cannot leave this establishment until you pay. And I was like, and, and I could tell that they thought I was just trying to get away with the meal, you know, mm -hmm. like I was just mm -hmm. <laughs> trying yeah, to be just by yourself, you just know, going off smart about it. Right. So anyway, so I had to end up calling my mom. <sighs> all right. Oh. I'm a grown woman. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you're thinking I need to call someone <laughs> to bail me out. So you call your mom. Yes. So. Oh my gosh, which was even worse because I'm like, I'm a grown woman. I do not need to have my mom bail me out, you know? I'm in my 30s. So <laughs> uh, my mom comes in, and because, you know, she's not very tech savvy, whatever, she, you know, uh, long story, she came up with a checkbook on top of everything. <laughs> oh my everything. gosh. How much do I need to make this out for? And I'll add a tip. Okay, there you go. All right, Connie. Right. That's so now, awkward. You call your mom anytime you need something, all right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, yeah, and I'm like, you guys don't take Apple Pay, but you take checks? Are yeah. you kidding me? Like, yeah. this is the 21st century. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, well, Connie, I'm glad. Thanks, so, mom. <laughs> have you, I imagine you've never gone back to that restaurant in the last couple months. Absolutely not. Yeah, I would, I, would just, I would just cross that one off your list and say that's a place I'll never go in again. So thanks thanks for the call, Connie. Yeah. I, I've had close calls where I've thought I've lost my wallet, but I end up having it. I've never, I've never had a moment, truly, where I forgot my wallet. It's either been in the car or it's been you know, somewhere else, but I've never had the, yeah. like, I have no way to pay for this meal. I did that at Target. 
Oh, I yeah, did, that's I right. I did that recently. You had to come across town and bring that's me my right. dang wallet. Yeah. She brought up actually some really good options that you could, if they did online ordering, you could order online and then maybe use Apple Pay through that, technically, right? Possibly. And then add a tip, like if they do like online orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or that's interesting. I guess if you did not have your wallet, but you had your phone and you had like Cash App or Venmo, you could technically like text a waiter or, you know, the cash app yeah, or something Yeah, I don't like know if they would accept that. Yeah. I have no idea how that works. Apparently yeah. it didn't work for her. Well, text us 68719 or you can call us. Have you had an awkward moment where you didn't have your wallet? Where's the weirdest place to not have your wallet? Restaurants, certainly one of them, especially because you finish the meal mm-hmm. at a sit-down place. Yeah, you can't put your product yeah. back. It's not you like know? you buy this stuff at Walmart, you put it in your car, and then you forget your wallet. But that's what it's like at a restaurant. It's like you enjoyed their service, yeah. and now you don't have any money to pay. Uh, we'll get to your answers coming up next. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, it's Joey and Lauren. It's That Awkward Moment. We talked to Connie, and uh, she told us, went to a restaurant by herself, wanted some me time, spent a ton of money at this restaurant, nice place, Forgot her wallet. Her mom had to come and bail her out with a checkbook. Straight up so just writing bad. a check. Like, thanks, mama. Thanks for coming to bail me out. Now, good mom to do that. Also yep. lucky that her mom lives nearby yes. to have been able to do that. But that Very is embarrassing. True. So we wanted you to uh, call us or text us. Tell us the uh, time that you forgot your wallet. Uh, we've all been there. You forget your wallet at somewhere. Lauren forgot hers at Target. Uh, but Jared had a similar situation where he forgot his wallet at a restaurant, wanted to chime in. Hello, Jared. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, um, that's happened to me before, so I feel her pain for sure. So, yeah, so you heard Connie's story and you wanted to chime in. What happened to you at a restaurant? Uh, Classic, you know, kind of movie kind of thing, man. First date, you know, good girl, man. She was cool. You know, I've been trying to get out there to go out with me for months. Uh, Finally go out, go to this nice restaurant. You know, I do the whole wine and dine thing. And check comes, and, of course, forgot my wallet at home. And this was a first date, you said? Yep, uh uh-huh. And uh, normally that would be cool. There wouldn't be any problems, but unfortunately she wasn't understanding. She pretty much looked at me and was like, oh, you're one of those guys trying to pull that move? I don't think so. And, yeah, and I'm like, no, seriously, I I forgot. Like, I tried to prove everything. I showed her, like, you know, inside my car. I showed her my my, my, my pants, everything. So she (laughs) thought this this is your move to get a free, like, dinner. Out of a date. Right, right, right. And I was like, no, I'm like, seriously, we'll never do that. <laughs> like, we've been talking for months. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, I don't care. you got to figure it out. And she just ups and leaves. So I'm stuck there with the check. Oh, no my gosh. Way. <laughs> she didn't bail you out. Yeah. So she didn't say, like, after you showed her your, you said you're inside your car pockets, the whole thing? Yeah, exactly. No Dang. wallet to be found. She just left me and uh, had to call my buddy to come bail me out, man. And <laughs> Yeah, she never talked to me again. Dang. I never talked to her again. So I I know the feeling. It's That's upsetting because I'm sure you were so convincing. Like, listen, I'll pay you back. I promise. I'm so embarrassed. I forgot my wallet. I don't normally do this. I imagine you kind of went through that whole speech with her and she still didn't yeah, buy it. Yeah, talking about not trusting somebody. Yeah, yeah. I even told her, I was like, hey, I can call my buddy right now. And she's like, no, I don't want to fall for your schemes. And she just left. Schemes? Uh, give me a chance. <laughs> Did you do something before this that made her think you were a sneaky person? <laughs> no, not that I know of. I don't I, I don't wow. know. Oh, that's incredible. Well, Jared, thanks for the call. I, You know what? I think it actually is better that you guys aren't together because that did not sound like a good relationship. So uh, maybe you're like Jared, 68719. Uh, we did get a text that says, I have forgotten my wallet on three different occasions. It is my Achilles heel. And so Achilles heel of someone that just keeps forgetting their wallet. Yeah, that's hard. It happened to me. Um, this texter writes in and says, 
Lauren, I still remember when you talked about your Target experience. That's happened to me so many times. I one time was at Walmart, forgot my wallet, didn't have any form of payment, but thank goodness they actually held my groceries for me so I could run home, get my wallet, come back and pay. The date is bad, especially, I mean, and I could see if maybe that was the second time that Jared had forgotten his wallet at a date, Mm -hmm. but to just do that and be like, nope, not falling for your scheme. I'd be like, what has given you a reason to believe I would just do this on purpose? Yeah, this text says, I went on a first date with a guy in high school and he decided to take me to an amusement park. We arrived. He said he was paying for me, but then he only bought one ticket and then waited for me on the inside and I had to pay for my own and it was super awkward after that. That is, that is super. So you get there, uh, how many tickets? One please. And then you just turn around like, all right, you pay up. But that's fine if it's discussed, I guess, but to say, oh, I'm going to pay for you. It's my treat. And then you don't, that's just kind of weird. Even if you do forget your wallet, we live in such an easy day and age where you can just Venmo someone so quick or cash app or whatever. I do it all the time. Back in the day, if you forgot your wallet, it was always awkward looking at your buddy and being like, hey, I'll pay you back. And they just give you that look like they don't believe you. That Mm. always, I hated that feeling because then you got to go get cash and so it's so much easier now. It's like, all right, I'll, and you yeah. can request somebody. So there, you can just send it yeah. to them. There are a lot of people who are super eager about getting their money back too, like yep. immediately. I uh, One time I was watching a football game with a friend of mine, and I was like, oh, I bet the Browns will lose or something. And I was like, I bet you five bucks. And he's like, all right, fine, five bucks. And then they ended up winning or something. Like I had to pay up $5. He Venmo requested me seconds after the game was over. And I mean seconds. I was like, dude, chill out. You'll get your five bucks. He was like, all right, pay pay up, pay up. And I'm like, okay, calm down. I always feel like Venmo requesting someone is more rude than texting them. I think it is. And I've gotten that before where my phone buzzes and it's like so-and-so requesting $58 for this. And I don't know. There's something about it. I'm like, oh, I wish you would have just texted me. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Joey and Lauren. So we now officially know what is the most annoying thing that people do on Facebook. Good morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Uh, a new list came out that says these are the top 10 things that people get annoyed with on Facebook. Number one was vague. Being vague where you say, oh, I've had a bad day. And then people comment, what's going on? And, of course, you don't reveal anything. So you just, it's like, I want to know that I am miserable, but I don't want you to ask why I'm miserable or whatever it may be. Just putting it out there, but I'm not going to tell you why or the reason behind it. I'll see a lot of times, Uh too, where people are like, good news coming on the horizon. I'm like, man, you're teasing. Don't be so vague. (laughs) Oh, we do that sometimes. Yeah, I guess that's A true. big announcement on the show, but we're not going to tell you what it is. We do that. Which reminds me, next week we have a big announcement. <laughs> oh, you know what? We really we do. Have, do. And we do it's have a like, big announcement next week. It's like big, big. Yeah. Big, big, All right, big. so, okay, we do that. So I can't, I can't call ourselves out on that. Uh, <laughs> what are some other things that people said are annoying that people okay. do on Facebook? I'm going to go through some of these. 68719, you can always text us. Um, selling products is big. People yeah. who sell products. This one says, I hate it when people try to sell stuff and all they do is post about the product they are selling. I think that, especially on Messenger, if I get a message from someone that I haven't talked to in years and they go, hey, what's up? And I go, hey, not much. How are you? Good. How's the family? Good. Well, speaking of family, I sell family photos for $89 a month or whatever, you know. Yeah. No, it, it gets annoying. That's a new level when they start messaging you. Yep. Jim uh, selfies. This texter says, I hate the gym selfies. That doesn't bother me 
maybe it's a little self-centered like, hey, I'm at the gym. And where are you? You're on your phone looking at me right now at the gym. <laughs> it, bu- it doesn't bug me at all, but it would bug me if it was like every day. Yeah. Checking in, checking in. Speaking of checking in, uh, this text 68719 says the constant checking in on your location. Yeah. Especially going the cities. Going to the movies, going to the laundromat, yeah. going to whatever, going I, to Walmart. I've had it where, yeah, people do that at the airports all the time. I'm like, thanks for telling me you're going to be on vacation for the next while. Whether like checking into this airport, checking into that airport. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, people who feel the need to share their opinion on everything. Yep. That's okay. good. That's good. Uh, this text, I don't want to start an argument, but dot, dot, dot. And then you post something that is very <laughs> argumentative. Oh, how many times do I see that? I just saw that the other day where it goes, I'm not here for a political discussion, I'm but I'll just to say it. this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know exactly <laughs> what you're doing. Uh, constant posters, people who post yeah. multiple times a day. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Good morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Uh, we posted this up on our uh, Facebook and our Instagram Our son, and it shouldn't be a surprise because of what we do for a living, but our son now knows a song, like a pop song. Like, he's been singing You Are My Sunshine and Wheels on the Bus and all that. Yeah, it's interesting, though, because he kept singing this song over and over, and it took us a second to realize what he was singing, and then we were like, oh my gosh, how does he know the words? We did not teach him this. So listen to it. This is our two-year-old yesterday. You, Gloria, you, Okay, and this is what it is. <laughs> That's pretty I don't know good, right? Where he picks up this stuff. Isn't that pretty good? Yeah. Tell so now, me both of your parents are in radio without telling me both of your parents are in radio. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Those are a lot of messages I got yesterday. But now I'm I'm waiting for uh, we to you know he hears something else that maybe it's not as appropriate and he drops something crazy. Well, you that, know what I mean? That happened. I was uh, driving around doing something and he overheard a song. I mean. Obviously, it was on the radio, on our station, but it was something that I don't necessarily want my almost two-year-old to say, yeah. and he sang it out loud, and I was just like, oh, all right, maybe that's not a song that I want him to listen to right now. Well, speaking of songs, uh, everyone's been talking about this Donda album by Kanye West, and Kanye West, one of the weirdest people on the planet, would you say? Yeah. Very odd, ma- very odd man, right? kind of strange. Yeah, right? And I-, I will say, full disclaimer, his graduation album was one of my favorite albums of all time, and then his music got really weird. Well, so people, his Donda album came out, people were really excited, uh, and then people listened to the first song, and everyone's been talking about this first song, like, think about it. There's a very exciting moment when an album comes out, and you're like, all right, we're starting with number one. Uh, This is the the first song. This is how the album starts. Donda, 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 And this goes on for... 52 seconds. Yeah. Donda, 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 And so, like, the memes are really funny. People going, like... Uh, excited to listen to his uh, his first or his new album, and then yeah. you just hear that the whole time. I was so confused, and so as a joke last night, I was like, "Lauren, Kanye West's new album is out. Do you want to hear yeah, it?" Yeah, and then you're like, "It's so fire!" And I was like, "Really?" <laughs> and I got like really excited, and you played the first song for me, and I was kind of waiting for like a beat to drop or something to happen, and then I got kind of weirded is. out. I was like, "What? 
What even is this? So I did do some research. I don't know if you have looked no, into it, this at all. Once again, I will never do research again, on this Again, this show. is what it sounds like. This is the song. Uh, it's the Donda chant. It's creepy. It kind of freaks me out a little. Yeah, so it's the first track on uh, Kanye West's new album called Donda. And so I looked it up because I was like, this has to have a meaning. This is just weird. So I Googled it and what a lot of fans are thinking. So, And it's actually kind of a sweet and has a really d- deep meaning. So... Donda being chanted over and over was 58 times. So Donda was said 58 times. Okay. Uh, Kanye West's mother, who this album is basically tributed to, she passed away at the age of 58. So people oh. are like, oh, okay. So it says Donda 58 times. And then people are now speculating that the rhythm of this person saying Donda over and over is actually mimicking her heartbeat before she passed away. No kidding. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm reading online. Right, Kanye, I don't know how you're accurate. A lot deeper than I thought. I mean, I I did still weird, but yeah, it is still <laughs> weird. Like listening to it, I was like, wow, this is the first song. But that makes more sense because mm-hmm. Donda is his mom's name, right? That's the whole reason it's called Donda. I believe so. I, I think know that's it's. His I know the uh, the whole album is kind of dedicated to his mom, so that I I would believe that that would be her name. I haven't well now that I, up. now I feel bad now that you found the deeper meaning to it. I was just I mean everyone the <laughs> the. the, 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 the the people people on the internet are, are hilarious, and so some of the things are like, yeah, I mean, it's just you know busting out the Donda album on my Bluetooth speaker, and then it's just it's and yes, just her that. name her name was Donda, okay, Donda. So I did have to just triple check. I thought you were right, but I was like, I don't 100 percent know. But yeah, so Donda's her name. It's chanted 58 times, which is how old she was when she passed. I think you're probably right. People think it's the rhythm of her heartbeat before how she died. How do people figure this out? Honestly, how do people figure this out? I guess people are just diehard fans. Like yeah. there are people that follow certain artists, they are just obsessed with them. So that's how I would never figure this yeah. out. And so it's yeah, it's more of a special yeah. meaning. Um still when I listen to it, I'm just it kind of freaked me out when I first heard it. Yeah. I was like, is this some like, am Lauren's I going like, to get brainwashed? What is Lauren this? Lauren looked at me and she's like, I'm going to get hypnotized in the kitchen, aren't I? Listen to this. I, yeah, I, I, I've danced around a couple of songs, but uh, apparently it's it's going to break records and do all those things. Are which, we surprised that this is the opening song to no, Kanye's to, no, album? No, not at all. Well, he had, the, he had that album. Strange. He had an album like, what, a year ago, a year and a half ago, and it brought it, there was a song all about Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Remember that? It was like, you're my Chick-fil-A with the number one (laughs) or something weird. So I guess we shouldn't be surprised. No, not at all. Joey and Lauren. It's time for What Do We Learn? And I learned that the most annoying thing that people do on Facebook, according to new research, is post vague things and make people try and figure out what they're talking about. And then in the comment section, they go, I'll message you. Because I can't it's say so it private. <laughs> it's private enough that I wanted to remind people that it's public, but it's yeah. so public, it's private, and it's private, but it's public, and I'll message you. I just, I you love know, it every and time. I am all about people asking for prayers, 100%. But sometimes it's like, I really need your prayers right now, but I can't tell you why. And I'm like, well, what am I praying for? Like, I need to know. <laughs> like, I kind of get confused. I'm like, why are you being so vague? Lauren's PM like, me. tell me all your details, and I'll pray <laughs> for you. Uh, a lot of people are saying I'm overreacting. All right. Let me explain. I uh, took a nap yesterday while Joey was taking our son to swim lessons. Yep. My alarm, I slept through it or whatever, and I ended up sleeping for like three hours. You were home. You came home, and I was upstairs for three hours. You never saw me, heard from me, didn't even know if I was alive. You not once came to check on me. I I actually assumed you were kidnapped. Well, I feel like I could have been kidnapped. I could have been passed out upstairs. I could have, something crazy could have happened. I've fallen, and I can't get up, and you don't once 
think to yourself, hmm, maybe I should see where she is. I was gone for three I hours. Assu- I assumed you were napping, and I assumed you were really napping, because I'm like, man, it's been three hours, and I've just been downstairs. I mean, it was a glorious nap. I will give you that. But I'm also wondering, I'm like, so if I was missing, you wouldn't have known for when till you went to bed that night. And sure, I would have gotten some heat from the police if they're like, wait, how long have you been home? Three hours. And you hadn't seen your wife in that time? No, I was downstairs watching Bluey with my son. There was no sign of life, like no noise being made. You just assumed, oh, your car's home, so you're yeah. so you're here somewhere. Somewhere, maybe you're in the backyard. You're somewhere in the vicinity, but people are actually taking my side, saying you're yeah, overreacting. This text says, "Lauren, you're overreacting. Not that big of a deal." This texter says, "I don't see the problem. I would love an uninterrupted nap." Yeah, would be, nice. be nice. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on demand.